You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. is entice literally entice means to lure to the bait to lure to the bait is what Elder Florence Elder Beasley and, and Prophetess Beasley do when they sit on the bank of the lake fish. Put an old cricket on the line or on the hook. Throw it out there trying to lure a brim. All crappy. Then they 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 in they in a move to eat a little catfish. Put some chicken liver on the hook. Cast it out. Trying to lure the catfish to the chicken level. That's what it is to entice. It's a trap. <laughs> Putting something out there that you desire in order to ensnare you. Oh, men have been doing that to women for centuries. Let me find out what she likes. Let me see if she like Elizabeth Taylor, Gucci, or something else. And put it in front of her and see what her eyes do. See what her mouth do. If her eyes buck, if her mouth changes from normal to a smile, debate works. And, 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 of course, you can entice a person in, in a good way and a bad way. Yeah, you can entice a person in a good way and in a bad way. But all of us have been, been enticed, and we have went for the bait, whether male or female. Woo, I feel like being nosy. How many have ever been enticed and you went for the bait? Oh, Lord, look around you. We got these folk who say they pray 24-7 that I've that been lured, I've been enticed. And took the bait. 
But we have to be careful when it comes to being enticed in a way that's bad. I, I want you to consider just a couple of things in reference to enticed in the Bible. Let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 1. That's where we'll start. I just want to look at a couple of things. Y'all stay with me. Now notice what Solomon says basically to the immature. Notice he refers to the person as my son here in Proverbs 1 and 10. My son. Son in one sense is a reference to people that are immature. Gullible folk. You know, because some folk you can just you can just do a little something and, and they'll they'll take the bait. It's some fish, they be so hungry, you can just throw the hook out there. They'll just take the hook. They just gullible, immature. But notice he said, my son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. Don't agree to do what they're telling you to do. Now notice he he basically tells us that even if you're immature, you still have the power to make the right choice. Even if you just got saved, you still have the power to make the right choice. Even if you're really hungry for what You've been enticed to partake of. You still have the power not to take the bait. And notice he's saying sinners. So if it's a sinner, the sinner is going to entice you to sin. To do what God told you not to do. And, and sometimes you, you can deal with a, with a sinner that's ignorant. And so it won't be no problem to just say, no, no thanks. But then sometimes you, you deal with a sinner that's like the devil or Satan. So it's going to be difficult. But you still have the power not to agree. You can't find yourself like Eve because, because the enemy of the devil knew he could get to Eve with the character of a serpent. And so he went to Eve in a sly way. Hey, why are you not eating? Off that tree right there. What's going on? You don't like that tree? <laughs> yeah, I like it, but you know God, he, he told us we can't eat off that tree. Have you looked at that fruit on that tree? 
you know, it's different from the fruit on these other trees. You need to take another look at that fruit. He started working with her eyes. Her mindset. And, and see, that's, that's, that's how the enemy gets us sometimes. Start working with, with our eyes. <laughs> Want us to look at it. Bible say when she seen that it was. She seen what he wanted her to see. And that's when she took the bait. Yeah, sometimes the enemy will want us to, to use our senses. And, and when we put our senses in it, that's when we take the bait. We, we can start out determined that, hey, I'm not going to do that because that's something God told me not to do. But then, depending on the enemy that's trying to get you to go against the will of God, the enemy can start working with your senses. With your eyes. Woo! Have somebody ever got you to do something because they work with your eyes a little bit? You kept looking at what you didn't have no business looking at. And sometimes you just you can just glance for a minute and say, Oh Lord, I don't need to look at that. Oh, don't be acting like that. You know you done saw something that oh Lord, let me go on. I don't need to look at that. See, I'm being honest with y'all. Some of us know what I'm talking about. You can't just continue to look at certain things because you will mess yourself up. Oh, let's talk about another sense, though. You may hear something. What are they talking about? Oh, Lord, let me get away from hell. Because if you keep listening to that, it'll mess you up. Not me, God. Not me, Pastor. I'm, I'm, I'm saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost feel. Okay, with your Holy Ghost feel self, you keep listening to that. The enemy will work with your senses, whether it's your eyes or whether it's your ears. But notice again, whatever the enemy decides to work with, you have the ability not to consent or do what the enemy is telling you to do. But sometimes it's going to be challenging again because uh, he got Eve to keep using her senses and messed her slap up. And if you keep using your senses, doing something you have no business doing, you're going to get messed up. Reason, you can't just keep looking at everything on television that you ain't got no business looking at. Or keep entertaining certain things on social media that you shouldn't be entertaining. Sooner or later, you're going to mess yourself up. I know y'all quiet over here, over here too, but I'm just telling you the truth. And notice, notice now, I'm Bible. Sinners will entice you, but you can't 
consent. Woo, got to take it a little further. Let me work with it at another angle. Let's go to Proverbs 7. God have mercy. Proverbs 7 and 21. It's going, the verse is going to start off a little awkward, but you'll get, you'll get what, it, what the writer is saying. He says, with her enticing speech, she calls him to yield. Whew, you know you can put your name down. And we, we can change that her to a him. With his enticing speech, he calls me to yield. With her enticing speech, she calls me to say okay. You know you like this. You right. Okay. <laughs> this is a true verse, isn't it? But notice it's another sense. But this time it's the speech. It's the words. Words that can entice you to do certain things. It's just like it's amazing because um, the media can just say certain things. And folk just automatically receive it. I mean just automatically receive it. You can be doing okay, and then all of a sudden, you hear something on TV, and your whole mindset changes. Why? Just because of what you heard. And, and folk can have you like a yo-yo. You, you up and down. And it's based upon what they say. Well, the COVID is about to end. Hallelujah. <laughs> Two days later, the COVID is getting worse. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like what? A yo-yo. Up and down. And, and see, certain folk know that what, what they say is going to affect the masses. There are certain folks that know it's folk listening to me. And if I say certain things, I may not get 100% of them to, to take debate, but I'm going to get 50% of them to take debate. The sad thing is that there are some folk that don't have the Holy Spirit that can get Christians to take debate. Certain folks on television, you never even saw them in person. You don't even know the background of the person. But the person can say certain things and you'll just eat it up. And a lot of what people are saying is based upon hearsay.
A lot of it is based upon hearsay. A lot of it is based upon evidence, but is not conclusive. Not 100%. But they'll act as if it's 100%. But just because they said it, you take the bait. Look at somebody and tell, you need to stop taking the bait. You're happy you're doing well, but then somebody going to drop something. And all of a sudden, you go from, from not feeling good to feeling well, from feeling good to feeling some other way. Simply because of what you heard. Oh, the mercy. Notice again. Wealth. Her enticing speech. She calls him. This is especially going to affect you if you're 55 years old. God, I'm 56. I'm 59. Lord, have mercy. a bait and some take the bait even though the scripture (laughs) tells you to do otherwise Jesus uh, he let us know through Isaiah that look my thoughts are not the thoughts of men, nor my ways. And then he let us know through Paul, 2 Timothy 1 and 7 and following. Hey, I didn't, I didn't give you no spirit of failure. I gave you power. I gave you the Holy Ghost. I told you after you received it, you were going to have some power. But somebody can entice you and steal your soul. Steal your soul. Steal your mindset. And, and, and if they steal your mindset, that means no matter what the Holy Spirit says, you're going to do what you've been enticed to do. And so contextually, uh, in Proverbs 16 and 29, it, it talks about how a violent man entices his neighbor. A violent man. A violent man connotes a person that's poisonous 
person that has the capacity to harm your, your mind, your words, and your deeds. Violent or poisonous. So poisonous can get you to say something that's in contrast to the season of God. Say it swiftly, even though you know Proverbs 18 and 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And he who loves or uses it shall eat the fruit thereof. Saying it even though Proverbs 18 and 21 is in your being. Why? Because that poison that comes from the violent man has gotten in your that's the reason you can't hang with everybody. You can't listen to everybody. Because there are folk out there that would try to make you their flunky. Let, let, let's just find out. I know everybody may not be truthful, but I still want you to help me ask somebody. Ha, have you ever been somebody's flunky? Let me just listen a little bit. If you, go. Back in the day, we used to call them flunky or junior flip. Push over. But a person that is violent also refers to a person that is troubled. Person that is going to cause you to start getting into something you have no business getting into. Not just a person that, that's Aggressive, and that's the literal meaning of person aggressive. But, but I want you to focus on somebody that's, that's poisonous. Because notice the poison that the violent person uh, injected into his neighbor. Enticement. Filled him with enticement. His neighbor. And neighbor, just in the simplest sense, is a person that another person has connected with. You don't even have to know a person uh, to connect with the person. Like I, I said a few minutes ago, you, you have people on TV or on social media you have never seen a day in your life, but that person affects you. In some way or another. Never even met the person. Don't even know the background of, of the person. Not any of it. Other than, hey, he, he an anchor on Fox. 
CNN or something like that, whatever. Yeah, I know him from the Weather Channel. Yeah, she, she get a lot of hits on her page. That's the only thing you know. She real popular. Yeah. To the point to where she can influence you. To think, talk, and do some things that you know you shouldn't. How many see the text coming to life? How many see yourself? Entices a person that, that he or she has connected with. Whether face to face, through the television, social media, or some other way. And, and this, is, this is the sad thing. Uh, the violent person has, has made a connection and is able to use that connection to make the person act a certain way. Woo! Let me get home. I got to see my picture. It's almost six. I got to look at the news. That's an everyday thing. You may not pray, but you're going to look at the news. Woo! Let, let me show you what the scripture says about a violent man before I take a look, little bit further. Let's go to Psalm 140. Psalm 140. Y'all say with me. Psalm 140. Everybody's not happy with the pastor today. I can tell. I can feel it. You feel me, pastor? I feel you. <laughs> Consider Psalm 140. Verse 4. Psalm 140, verse 4. Now, this is what the psalmist asked the Lord. He says, keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from who? Violent men. Notice this. Who have purpose to make my steps stumble. Modern term, who have purpose to mess me up. Do you know folks are broadcasting certain things in the pandemic just to mess your mind up? Just to make you think a certain way? Just to make you act a certain way? That's the reason Jesus knew before any of this happened that we needed the Holy Spirit. Why? John 16 and 13 to guide us into what? All truth. And, and here the psalmist was praying, saying, I, I need you to preserve me from violent men because they're, they're trying their best to mess my way up, trying to make my steps stumble. 
That's folks' agenda. Some folks are trying to terrify you just to get your money. Or for some other purpose. Notice again here in, in Psalm 144, the psalmist knew that they had purpose to make him stumble. Targeting a child of God. Target, targeting a child of the most high. Folk who used to say God can do anything, say fail, is shaking in their high heel shoes. Shaking in their cowboy boots. God is to be trusted despite what's taking place. But violent men are never to be trusted because they are out to cause those who are righteous to stumble. Oh, y'all are like I ain't reading the verse right. I better read this verse one more time. No, I hear you now, but let me read it one more time. Let me read this verse one more time. Let me go back. I had to flip the page back. Let's go to Psalm 144 again. And, and notice this. This is very, very, very important. Oh, that mercy is so important that I'm in Psalm 129. I'm headed there just to make sure I read it again. Psalm 144, keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from violent men who have, help me, to make my steps stumble. The purpose to make me get off the path. Well, you know, it's their job to just tell the news. You got to understand something. Some folk, it's their job to lie. You can't trust everybody. If you could, it wouldn't be no need to have the Holy Spirit. I said, you can't trust everybody. And see, you got to remember when it comes to the devil, the, the devil, no doubt, the way he talked to Eve when he was enticing and deceiving her, when you look at that passage, you, you will come away with say, you know what? The devil educated. He's educated. He's smart. Now, these folks who, who say that the devil is just this little red thing with these pointed ears and so forth. The scripture Let's us know that the enemy is appealing to people. The enemy can, can transform himself. The, the enemy can, can even allow his demons to transform themselves to the point to where they can talk like a preacher. His demons become angels 
of life. Why? So they can entice. So they can deceive. And we'll wait till you get in a vulnerable position to come at you. Wait till the pandemic break out to really come at you. Just like the, the devil himself had, had the audacity to wait till Jesus had been fasting for, for 40 days and, 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 and was ready to eat something. Then show up and say, hey, I know you're hungry. And you know, if you're if you the son of God, we got some rocks right here. Why don't you turn them into bread? And Jesus loved bread. I know they tell you on TV not to eat bread, but Jesus loved bread. Yeah, he ate bread. That's reading the enemy say, hey, if you are the son of God, hey, turn these stones into bread. Then even, the enemy even had the power to show Jesus things throughout the world. Brilliant. A- able to take him to certain places and show him certain things. Look I need to read Luke 4. Show them stuff. Show them some nice stuff. He said, all of this I'll give you if you just fall down and worship me. He thought he had impressed Jesus so much to where Jesus was just going to bite the bait. He got to be impressed. I done took him to all these little places. You know, because some of us, somebody can take you to McDonald's or the Arby's and buy you a roast beef with cheese and got you. So he thought, I got Jesus now. I done took him all these places. I got him now. Didn't have him. Didn't have him. Jesus said, no. It is written. You worship the Lord God and him only say, will I serve? But he enticed him. Why? He wanted him to to stumble. One thing about saying his, his game plan ain't gonna change. He doing the same thing. Je- Jesus exposed him big time in, in John 10 10 when he said, You know what? I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, but hey, the thief, he didn't come but for the steal, kill, destroy. He exposed all that fancy talk he had with Eve in the garden. Only thing he wanted was to entice us so she would receive death. Remember what God told the day that you eat of that tree, you're going to die. And he enticed her to the point to where she ate. And then she didn't need the devil to entice her husband. That's that woman thing. (laughs) Woo, brothers, watch out. But notice again, back in Proverbs 16 and 29, 
A violent man entices his neighbor. A person that he is connected with. That's reason certain folks, you just got to sever the relationship. Just tell them, hey, I'm done with you. But a violent man entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. A bad way. Come on. I'm going to lead you down a way that you like, but you know it's wrong. A bad way. Let me give you two scriptures in reference to bad. Because notice again, he said in a way that's not good. And again, the primary antithesis of good is bad. Evil, sinful, wrong, so forth. Let's look at two scriptures in reference to bad and I'm going to be done. Because y'all ain't loving me the way I need you to love me today. (laughs) But I still love y'all. All right, let's go to the book of Matthew. Let's go to Matthew. The message today is for everybody, ain't it? Yeah. It's happiness. We'll start in Matthew 6. Verse 22. Ready? The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of It means we don't need a bad eye. Now, hold on. Figuratively, the eye refers to your mind. Especially your thinking. If your mind is off, it's going to affect your whole body. Just like if you're, just like with your literal eyes. That's the reason your mind, again, figuratively, well, the eye, figuratively speaking, represents your mind with an emphasis on your thinking. Proverb writer said, as a person thinks, well, in his heart, the heart represents the being in one sense. And it's hard, so is he or she. If I'm thinking wrong, I'm messing myself up. I'm not just messing up some of me, I'm messing my whole being up. If I'm thinking wrong, it's going to affect my talk, my thoughts. And my deeds. 
if I'm thinking wrong. If I'm thinking wrong about you, it's going to be obvious in the way I treat you. See, literally, I, I can look at you at, uh, and you won't know one way or another because I'm just looking at you and going. But if I don't like you and have to be around you, it's going to be evident. If you don't trust me, if in your mind I'm trying to do you wrong, it's going to be evident when we are together. Lord have mercy. If the eye of the mind is bad, the whole body is Everything is, is bad. Lord have mercy. That's something, man. That means I need to make sure that my mind stays in the place that it needs to be. And sometimes that's a job. Yes, it is because sometimes uh, all kind of things be coming at your mind trying to get you to yield or submit. Oh, I guess I'm the only one. Sometimes I don't have enough fingers and, and, and toes to count stuff that be coming at my mind. I, I, got, I got stuff. I, I know it be powerful because sometimes it'll wake me up. And sometimes it don't be good. It be bad waking me up. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's mean you have to understand what Jesus is saying here. That if, that if we allow our mind to get to the point to where it is not where it should be, it'll mess up our whole being. If you get to looking at stuff in a way you shouldn't look at it, It'll mess your whole being up. Because when you start literally looking at it, guess, guess, what's, guess what it's going to trigger? This right here. Your mind. You start looking at her shoes, and then next thing you know, what kind of shoes is them? You're going to start using that mind. So when it comes to your mindset, you have to keep it according to the scripture. Let's read Paul saying in Philippians 2 and 5. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. 
He, he was having so much trouble with one church thinking the wrong way to where he had to tell them what to think. He, he, and, 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 and some folks, when they look at that right there, he said, oh, man, that, that's a cult right there. He trying to tell them how to think. But Paul told me, he said, look, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report, and so forth and so on, think on these things. He had to tell them what to think because they were allowing the wrong thoughts to control them. How did he know? Because of the way they were talking and acting. If your eye or your mind is bad, it's going to mess up the whole body. Last scripture. Matthew 7. You ain't even got to turn the page, most of you, if you're in Matthew 6. Matthew 7, verse 18. A good tree cannot. Is that what your Bible say? A good tree, help me. But notice, it cannot bear bad fruit. Fruit represents results, rewards, and so forth. If I'm thinking good, good fruit. Talking good, good fruit. Doing good, good fruit. But you have to be careful because some folk can talk good but they're not going to stay good. It may start off good, but it ain't going to stay that way. Just, just like an apple. You can, you can look at an apple on one side, and that, that side can be, I like yellow delicious apples. <laughs> Anybody ever had a yellow delicious apple? You like them? You can look at a yellow delicious apple, you can, oh, God. Or is it a golden? Is it golden? So why didn't y'all correct me? A gold. Gold. I know yellow gold. All right. But anyway, you're you looking at this golden, delicious apple on one side. And you oh, Lord, I'm ready to bite, bite, bite in it. And then you say, well, let me just wash it off a little bit before I bite, bite, bite in it. And then you flip it to wash the other side. But then you see a little tail coming out of the apple on the other side. Then you go to another side, you, you see a big brown spot on that side. One delicious side, but two sides that's just, oh, God. It looked good, but upon close examination, it's not good. 
discernment. You can say something that sounds good, but you got to have discernment. You got to know somebody's fruit. You can hear somebody that's preaching right, but you ain't been around that person. You can hear a person that talk good stuff, but you got to be around that person. And that's the reason you have to to pay close attention to what he says here in the verse. Notice this. Again, a good, help me. He didn't say a good lamb. A good branch. A good leaf. He said a good what? Tree. And a tree has many parts to it. It has a number of parts. So you got to look at the entire tree. You can look at some trees and up top they're blooming. But then you look on the back side of a tree you see a big old hole. A good tree. Cannot. Bear bad fruit. Nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. And of course, he was figuratively talking about a person. If you're bad, I'm going to see it sooner or later. I said, if you're bad, I'm going to see it sooner or later. If you're just trying to mess me up, I'm going to see, see it sooner or later. But this is, this is a sad thing about people. People can see that somebody is doing the right thing for years but still be expecting bad. Hold on. And then you can see folks that know somebody is doing bad but still deal with them. And, and, and that is not Christian. When we see the good, we should know that there is what? Good. See the bad, we should know that there is bad. A tree is known by the fruit it bears. Get out the way, tree. A person is known by the fruit he or she bears. And I'm going to stop right there. Let's get the Lord a hand of praise.